lots of things happening, check. Angles that you can hang those things on, check. Good wrestlers that you know can handle those angles, check, check. Yes, Memphis continues, not without some slight technical problems this week, but continues to be the best entertainment hour around. I'm now getting to the point where I'm thinking, I know it's going to be good. I just I just expect it to be, you know? And, and sometimes that can be a bit dangerous, but it still comes up to my expectation every week. We start this week with more of the video of the posse last week destroying a bench, which is sad really and poignant because it's the wrestle center that they helped to build and because you see more of it it, it's it's really quite sad this week including Dustin at one point saying make them stop that's really nicely done actually and it just shows the gravity of what they've done here then we've got Uncle Mikey comes out the other door to the skimmer horns oh yes they don't seem to realize that they're still teasing this willy turn. I think he might have turned here, but let more of that in a minute. So we've got him versus Kid Wrestling. And um, I suppose Kid Wrestling is a, a face, really. He's a good guy. And I suppose that Mikey is still linked to the Skimmer Horns, and he's not turned to a really good guy yet, but there are Mikey Chance. And um, Dustin welcomes him to the Wrestle Centre. Well, he's been there before, Dustin. Is that a slip of the tongue, or are you saying that because this is the new Mikey? The new good guy, Mikey. He still picked up the skimmer horns, saying, I think we can win this together. And there's good grappling here against Kid Wrestling. Yeah, there's some... Um, Mikey involves the ref, one point. So he picks, um, he picks Kid Wrestling up. Um, ostensibly to do some work around the around the turnbuckle, and then he puts Kid Wrestling's shoulders from his ne- his his sorry Kid Wrestling's legs. It wouldn't be his shoulders; that would be very difficult. Kid Wrestling's legs onto his shoulders, then moves them to the ref's shoulders, and then DQs the ref. It's a bit ridiculous, but <laughs> but it's you know it's all right, and I quite like it. And there's a very nice Mikey low spinning kick. This gentleman can really wrestle. Then he hits his gator feet and the shining Mikey for the pin. That's really nice. But hang on, what's this? K2 is in. And then we have an advertisement break with Pro Shingle and Skylar. Do they mention a Pro Shingle shampoo? What's a Pro Shingle shampoo? Do they put a big, a big hair net or on 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 your roof and put shampoo on? And let it. I don't know. Anyway, the skimmer horns, I've left it very late to help. This is when we finally get back to the ring. Because k is punching and kicking people and destroying Mikey, destroying kid wrestling. He then tells Dustin something, but as is an issue this week, we can't really hear what they're saying. It's very low. The volume's very low, so I can't really hear what he's saying but I think it's just generally about him being an unstoppable force and I don't think I would deny that except when Austin Lane best of the best and pillar to post and bell to best of yeah except when he met him and he lost but I don't think anyone's pointing that out to K Tuma because uh, you need your health insurance up to date if you do 
Next we've got a montage. You need a montage. Lots of things happening with um, Diana Taylor working out. Doesn't look much of a workout really. She does a couple of press-ups and then a little bit of lifting of weights and then a little bit of looking into the camera and then a bit more um, squats and then doesn't look like a really extensive workout. You wouldn't really break a, a sweat. But then Heather Munro's out. It's, again, a bit low volume. I have to turn it up. And then Amber comes out in some kind of coral pink scrubs. Get coral pink. Very nice. I mean, they're not hospital regulation, are they? And she wants to know if Heather will help her against Skylar because they have a common enemy. She then takes out some kind of syringe. Now, I can't hear what they're saying so much. But it's a bit frightening now. I thought, this has jumped up a few notches, hasn't it? And... Heather says, we will talk about this. Now, those together would really be nice, joining together. And maybe Diana Taylor could join with Skylar, although Skylar doesn't seem as though she's someone who's a joiner-inner, to be honest. Okay, next we've got Country Rock selling anything and everything. Glasses, and we've got the fans involved, which is great. They're, they're, um, They're working behind the counter. Uh, at the food place and all of that to earn the money to pay to pay Big Jack because if you don't pay you know what happens yeah they could get their clothes from Thrifty Man if they needed something because there a man can dress nice for a less price it's it's for a low price although the bloke who does it is really smiley so that's very nice now Martin versus Mike Anthony this is the Cobra Cup semi-finals it's kind of it's really combined the blink of an eye. Yes, I'll say that again, you see. That's my little catchphrase. <laughs> it has, though. It doesn't seem like it's been on for too long. It hasn't been on for too long. And um, this is actually a rather good match, to be honest. Early on, Martin, well, right at the beginning, he sends Jay Smooth and Cross to the back because he's very keen and very... Um, very sure of himself, I presume. And he does jump Mike Anthony first, get some good punches in. There's a very big Martin clothesline and slam. And then a sort of springboard or slingshot suplex. All of those are nice. But Mike Anthony, when he hits the clothesline, he's got such brutality with it. Such talk. It looks great. And then there's a, a, a belly-to-belly. Um, from uh, from Mike Anthony and a rather nasty German suplex. There was some real intention in that. He wins with a sort of one-arm sleeper. Um, it's sort of a choke at a sleeper. It looks quite brutal actually, and uh, and and obviously he gets the win from that. He tells Dustin, two down, one to go. He's got the idea. He grabs the headset because you can hear very well on that one. And then we've got the elements of wrestling talking about them being in the trios final. This has crept up on me as well. Again, I'll say it. Here it comes. Goes by in the blink of an eye. And as I said, Dustin, you can use that phrase whenever you like. Because I think it's a bit better than your fastest wrestling hour or fastest hour in wrestling. Anyway, they're talking about how they're going to win. And they already have a manager come wrestler. And that would be... um, Ryan Piles, wouldn't it? But here comes Jimmy Blaylock, desperate, talking about wanting to manage them. That's quite nice, actually, if the Hollywood horror show are no longer under his control. Anyway, 
We've got the young goats first. Aaron's still got his eye patch. I like the way he's working this angle. He's keeping it going. Dustin said he wants to suspend the posse and not bring them back. I think he was talking about their contracts not being renewed. There were some boos at that. So the posse have got heel heat and good heel heat. And yes, the young goats are right. You can't suspend them and not have them back because they want to get their hands on them. This is hyping up their match very nicely. It's simple. We've seen it before in wrestling. It always works and it certainly does here. What also works is Carlos Alexander Rios, who's looking for his first win in Memphis since coming back there, but he worked very well last week and he works very well against David Ali here actually. There's good grappling. Carlos Alexander Rios has the best of that early on, including a lovely Northern Lights suplex. Ali comes back with a butterfly suplex, that's lovely, and then a very quick snap suplex too. But then, you've got a bit of a botch, I think, I'm not sure. There's a blue thunderbomb from Rios, and there's a bit of consternation about whether this is a three or not. Maybe Ali was, maybe he had the wind knocked out of him or something, but the referee isn't sure, and then said, no, it's a two. Justin saying he's had a three, and then we get the moonsault, so Rios takes control of the, uh, of the situation, which is good. And then um, a kick out in the nick of time. Uh, and then um, there's a, a kick to the back of the head from Ali. And then his big sort of drive-by knee where he pulls the, the knee pad down. He's done it twice now. And maybe it's the camera angle, but both times I thought it didn't connect. Anyway, he wins. And it's a good match, that. Some good wrestling in that. But there was a bit of a hiatus in the middle. Ah, it didn't ruin the match, though. I really liked it. Now, we've got the trio's final coming up. And we've got the Hot Steppers. Yes, um, Danny B and his, um, his his son, DJ Brown. And um, Derek the King is on his phone. They're asking if he's all right. Yeah, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. It's really nicely done, this. I thought he was just distracted. But there's more to it than that. We'll come back to that in a minute. It is actually a really good match. It's against the elements of wrestling. So that will be Colton Cage and Ryan Piles. Cage has got Piles and so has Van Vicious. It's just a rumour. And um, there is some really good double and triple teaming to Brown. Very nice. He early on hit a low kick but ran straight into a Colton Cage elbow. And the elements of wrestling do work well together. There's a lovely moment, a great um, segment here, or a great selection of moves, where Cage holds Brown up in the delayed vertical suplex position for ages, and on the way down, Brown manages to counter into a neck breaker. It's really good, and it's not bigged up hugely on the programme, but it's something really special, actually. He also does Mr. Brown... Reveal, reverse a black hole slam into a DDT. He's doing great work. Then um, you've got Derek in. Meanwhile, because the other two elements of wrestling are in, you've got uh, double blockbusters from Danny B and DJ Brown. And then King is a lovely DDT on Van Viscius. But who's this? Oh, that was who was on your phone. It's Tiger Joe. He's got a mic. Again, we can't really hear him, but it doesn't really matter because Van Viscius rolls him up for the pin. Yes. 
The trio's rings go to the elements of wrestling, and I didn't see that coming at all. What I also didn't see coming is Tiger Joe bringing someone with him. As Dustin says, Tiger Joe bought a rhino. Yeah. So that is a huge gore to Derek the King. And that's how we leave it. This was a really good piece of work. And on YouTube, apparently there are some other um, bits uh, bits and bobs of matches after the camera stopped rolling, which I'll have a look at and podcast about tomorrow, perhaps. But this is still great. There were some issues with it. It didn't disappoint. It still went by in the blink of an eye. I love to see these characters. And they're really building stuff. They're ending stuff for the trios and the Cobra Cup, which will end in two weeks. But they've got some great angles coming up. And they brought back some old guests that they had unfinished business with. I can't wait to see where this is going. Dustin and Maria. That's his Maria, not my Maria. Because, you know, we might need to make that clear. And um, they've done some really good work here again. This just keeps delivering week after week. And yes, I'll say it again. Goes by in the blink of an eye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.